0: Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And thanks for checking out the Art of Money podcast. My name is Mark Owens alongside Art McPherson and Luke McCarty. All the information for the McPherson Financial Group, you can find it at theartofmoneyradio.com. Luke, I want to talk to you about something this weekend that I think it's important we talk about like your investment process. And you were telling me off the air about there are some advisors who use a third party money manager. Okay, so help me out here and explain this to me. Detail how that would help or that would hurt my wealth management. Sure, yeah, and great question. Yeah, we
1: talked about this off the air and what I'm seeing a lot around the area is, you know, other advisors potentially using somebody else to manage their clients' money. So what that means is you may not be able to customize what you're doing right in that account. Uh-huh. Right? For instance, right if you're supposed to be in a 60/40 type of portfolio, you know, and you're not retired, that's a different account, right? If you're in a 60, 40 portfolio, but you're retired and need income, well, we tweak that account to get you more income. So we're very customized here with our investment process and with our plans. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we have the ability to buy, you know, stocks like Google, Apple, kind of whatever you want to buy as well, we can add that to your account. So just kind of seeing what I see in the area, had some conversations over the weekend, had some you know clients come in, or potential clients come in, I should say, who didn't like that fact. And so we actually manage the money in-house. Art and I have our own investment process. Mm-hmm. If you go to our YouTube page, um, there is a video from Q2 kind of giving you an update of how our accounts have performed, what we're looking at in the economy, you know what makes us take less risk or more risk based on your preferences. We update that on a quarterly basis. We update our accounts and look at our accounts every single day. So, you know, we're making the decisions here in-house. However, your money and your assets are never here at McPherson Financial Group, right? They're at Fidelity. Right. They're at Charles Schwab. So we use the custodian and we're just allowed to be on your account as long as you want us to be.
0: Okay. So uh, two follow-up questions to that. Number one, the YouTube page. What do we search to find the McPherson Financial Group?
1: Just search McPherson Financial Group. You'll see our page. Um, You'll see a video up top of art and the beach. Art is talking (laughs) over the beach sound and the waves. It's a great retirement picture. Um, Our (laughs) podcast. That's not the true description (laughs) of of Art
0: McPherson. (laughs) You'll find nothing better that describes art. I'm sorry. Okay. And the podcast. Yeah. Great podcast available. Yep.
1: Yep. So there's podcasts that get that get posted on the YouTube page. Um, There are celebrity interviews that get posted on the YouTube page. And then our quarterly updates, you know, we're looking at potentially doing those on a monthly basis, depending on what the market's doing. Uh, Right now, the market just tends to be kind of melting up is what we call it. So, you know, there's not a whole lot of new events in the market. Now, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of new headlines, a lot of new events, you know, from Afghanistan to the recent hurricane. Of course, COVID, the Delta variant, but uh, from an investment world things are pretty, I don't want to call them boring, but um, it's a good boring right now to be in kind of at all time highs, kind of creeping up.
0: Okay. So with the instability in Afghanistan and the hurricane that came through uh, last weekend and you know, the COVID Delta variant, you said boring, which I guess is a good thing when it comes to the market. So all of those aren't affecting the markets as much as you may think.
1: Right. That's correct. So usually a single event doesn't impact the market. Mm-hmm. It's usually kind of a, an unforeseen large event like you know COVID last year right march of 2020 markets did extremely bad february march but since then we actually have more COVID cases now in the united states this year than we did last year but the markets are at all-time high so we just follow a lot with what the federal reserve does right if the fed is spending money it is hard to fight the fed right they have a printing machine so you cannot fight them thinking the market's going to crash every day When they're pumping up the economy.
0: And Luke, I think as you're talking about the COVID Delta variant, is it because we went through it last year so the markets aren't reflecting as much because we've already been there? I think so a little bit. I think when we first went through it, it was it
1: was so unexpected. Yeah. You know, that's what the market doesn't like is uncertainty. Yeah. And now, even though we still have a lot of uncertainty out there, I think the market kind of already knows it's there. It's baked in. So you know, what we're kind of waiting for now, I wouldn't say waiting for because we don't want it to happen, but it, it will happen, right? The next big downturn in the market, you know, what's it going to be? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be, you know, stock prices are too high and the, you know, the dot-com names are really high, like, you know, 2000, 2001? Or is it going to be a, you know, subprime mortgage crisis, 8 09, mm-hmm. Or is it going to be the next COVID, but without the government bailing us out? Sure. Right? If the government did not spend as much money as they did Last year, March 23rd was the bottom of the market. We would not have had this fast of a recovery. While saying that, right, it's good and bad. It's good because the market recovered. It's bad because now the government's going in so much debt. That's where you need to start planning for tax increases in the future.
0: So it's like it helped us earlier, but now it's going to affect us a little bit later.
1: That's correct. It helped us, but um, your taxes are going up. We got to pay Let's for it, it that now. way.
0: Yeah. Right. What is your investment strategy? Not just you, but the fearsome financial group. What's your investment strategy? Big picture strategy, right?
1: Win by not losing. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you know, there's times when the market's going to be down. And so your account at Fidelity or Schwab, wherever it may be, is, you know, more than likely going to be down as well. But if we're not down as much as the market is down, mm-hmm. then our recovery is faster and our recovery is better. So we look at some indicators that's on our YouTube that, you know, we're looking at economic indicators and we understand the economy is not the stock market. Just back to my point of March 23rd of last year, right? The economy seemed frozen, but the stock market recovered. So we understand it's not the economy is not the stock market, but the economy is going to help us predict future earnings. So as unemployment starts going down, you know, as retail sales are up, industrial production is up you know housing is up if all of these factors are going in our favor mm-hmm. that's kind of where we're more risk on in our portfolios if those if those indicators are going against us and they're turning negative that's where we start to reduce risk so we take a macro view of the economy and that's kind of gives us our forward-looking view of what the stock market's going to do
0: There are a lot of people that love those big national investment firms but tell me why using someone local is so important when it comes to managing your wealth it's very
1: important because then you have the ability to you know walk into the office right coming into meetings is a lot easier you know even though we're moving to more of the zoom you know electronic world mm-hmm. you know we still feel a lot of our clients like to be here like to be local um, like to have a, you know we have client events where we invite our clients to do things. However, we also have clients in almost every state where we're using Zoom for our appointments. And you know, a lot of them are either kids or parents of clients or, you know, moved away. But, um, you know, more often than not, what most individuals search for when they think of a financial advisor is somebody who's close to them, right? Think about it. Do you want to Do you want to go to their grocery store far away or do you want to go close? close. Well, we all want to be yeah. close to home. You know, we're right here in Melbourne. You know, we're at Pineda in Wickham. So we're pretty centralized to the Melbourne area. You know, we have a satellite office in Vero. So, you know, we're heading that direction. So we're available for meetings down in Vero Beach as well, or here in our headquarters in Melbourne.
0: And you told me, Luke, a pretty interesting stat when it comes to people searching for a financial advisor on Google.
1: Yes, yeah, so um, I read a lot of articles from our industry, a lot of industry experts. And um, one of the articles I read a couple of weeks ago is, The most searched phrase on Google for a financial advisor is financial advisor near me. It's not necessarily, um, you know, the best market returns. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily the best tax strategy. It's local. And we are that local firm. And Mark, you mentioned earlier about, you know, kind of the big box stores, you know, the the big investment names, the big investment houses. I used to work for one. So I used to work at Raymond James. Um, we were, we were independent of Raymond James, but everything we went rolled up through Raymond James There's a great firm, not talking bad about the firm or anything, but when you have a big brother over your head, yeah, you may be persuaded, unfortunately, one way or another to use certain types of products. And uh, we don't have that here. So we're, we're completely independent, right? If, if we think Fidelity is the best for you, we use Fidelity. If it's Schwab, we use Schwab, mm-hmm. right? If it's a bank product, like a CD, or a brokered CD, we use a CD, right? If it's an insurance company, we use an insurance company, but we can use anybody we want to. So we're not tied down to any kind of corporate structure.
0: Well, you no, know, you're incorrect when you say you do still have a big brother, but his name is Art McPherson.
1: <laughs> I do have a big brother, his name's Art McPherson. We have a bigger brother, um, his name's Mike Kinnett. Um, he's, he's our compliance arm, so we actually roll up through him. So we do have an attorney here on staff. Um, so we have all the, all the compliance channels that we, we need to, But, yeah, so I have several big brothers here in the office.
0: Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at
2: artofmoneyradio.com.